The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. You've heard the saying, it's not if, but when. Well, I think that is true for all of our lives, each of us, when we think about something that changes or takes us off the path that we thought we were on. It's not if it happens, it's going to be a, a when we get unexpected news, when we lose that job, when we get a cancer diagnosis. That's the conversation today on Community Spotlight. I'm Braxton Critcher. Nikki Hardy is our guest, an author based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, of the brand new book, Breathe Again. You can find more info about Nikki at NikkiHardy.com. Also, the book, wherever books are sold, also on Amazon. Nikki, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to be here. Yes, it is. It it certainly is. And so the book, Nikki, is about how to live well when life falls apart, when the unexpected happens. And you've been through that. I want people to hear your story as we begin. But when people do hear that story, I want people to hear about when your family's life changed, when that question of what do I do got asked, what did you do, what did you think, how did you process everything? Yeah, unfortunately, just like you said, um, nobody escapes this. At some point, something is going to knock us sideways. Something is going to sideswipe us. For me, it was cancer. For other people, it might be a job loss. It might be some other kind of loss um, or abuse or something. But, um, you know, God promised us life in all its abundance. And we often think that that means a healthy, wealthy, happy, skippy life. But he also said we'd have troubles. And you're right. For me, I lost my mum to cancer. And then I lost my sister to cancer six years after that. And then just six weeks after losing my sister, I was diagnosed. And it felt like the family heat-seeking missile of death had finally locked in on me. And as you can imagine, my world fell apart in an instant. And as far as I was concerned, as far as the kids were concerned, um, people who got cancer died and died quickly Mm -hmm. and it wasn't pretty. And so, um, you know, on the one hand, my, you know, I'm a, I was then um, a pastor's wife and I believed God was good. And I believed, um, He had my back, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. And um, I remember sitting around the kitchen table and telling the kids that we, you know, the doctors had found a tumor and they didn't know if it was cancer or lymphoma at that time. And our sweet little 12 year old at that time, Sophie, she just looked me in the eyes with her big brown eyes and just said, mommy, are you going to die? And you can imagine, I mean, that's the one of the hardest things that can can happen when your your daughter who has known their grandma and their auntie Mm -hmm. and friends of, you know, parents of friends of hers had died of cancer. And I looked her in the eye and I gathered the others in my gaze and just said, well, at some point I will, but hopefully not from this, not now, but either way, we trust and we know that God is good and he is with us and I'm pretty sure that faith pep talk was as much for them as it was for me. (laughs) But um, yeah, I had to grapple with um, questions and fear 
and um, all the things that that come up. And I want to encourage people that when when you are sideswiped by something unexpected, but you are a strong believer, or you're hanging onto your faith by your fingernails, having questions and doubts and fear doesn't make you a bad Christian. It doesn't say anything um, awful about you. It is completely normal. She is the author of Breathe Again. You can find that at NikkiHardy.com. You can also find her on social media, Instagram, Nikki.Hardy, and then Facebook, Nikki Hardy Author. I'm going to beat this. I've just got to get through it to almost put life on pause to fight this battle. I'm going to survive. And you feel like you fight and claw just to do that survive when you get the cancer diagnosis. When that was you, when you saw your mom, your sister, even yourself go through a cancer battle, was that how it felt, just trying to survive? And and did that end up being what it was, was simply surviving? Well, that's what I thought at first. You know, I'm a Brit with a stiff upper lip, and I was going to hunker down, keep calm, and carry on. And I thought, if I can just survive, if I can just, you know, that's often a a soundtrack, a, a tape that's playing in our minds. If I can just get through this, if I can just make it out the other side. And it's as if we put off life until it's over you know it might be if I can just get the kids out of the house or if I can just get another job or if I can just get through my divorce whatever it is Mm -hmm. and we want to survive it which is a great thing and when those of us who have survived um, terrible things it is it is a wonderful thing but I think all too often it's easy to 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 get into this mode where we are simply surviving that is all we're doing we're merely surviving a life we hadn't planned we hadn't signed up for and it is it is not the the full and abundant life that god has with us because we think that life is off waiting in the future yeah but i came to realize that these two scriptures you know um john 10 10 you might have life and life in all its fullness and where he says that we will have trouble they're not separated in time and space it's not like you can't have one without the other, that somehow beautifully and paradoxically and in a complex way, we can hold fear and faith and peace and panic and the hard times and the good times together in the same hand. And it's possible to thrive, not just survive, no matter what we're going through. Mm, and, And I can hear somebody right now asking the question, Nikki, okay, yes, I know that we're supposed to trust God, that he is in control. Uh, I'm hearing what you're saying, Nikki, but ha- how is that possible? I, I, I've never dealt with anything a- at all remotely close to this. I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, do, do you have any advice you could share about how to, to just lean and trust on God, even though it's, it seems impossible? I get it. And I don't want people to think that, you know, I'm some super spiritual Christian who has got it all figured out. I mean, I went through the ringer of crying out to God and, you know, wanting to trust and knowing I needing to needed to trust and then going, nope, 
I'm not trusting right now. Yeah. You know, this, this isn't working. This isn't happening. How can I do this? And that's one of the reasons why I ended up writing Breathe Again. Um, you know, the, the subtitle is How to Live Well When Life Falls Apart. And it's a really down-to-earth, practical roadmap to finding more when life ha hands you less. And the reason I wrote it is because I didn't have that roadmap. And what I learned from other people along the way um, was really how to do it. And I met people in a cancer support group, just a Facebook group, who called themselves cancer thrivers, not cancer survivors. And there was something in that. And I was like, I want what they've got. Yeah. Because somehow they weren't saying life was wonderful. They were saying life is really tough, but I'm jolly well going to grab the most out of it. So I set about learning how to do it. And what I came out of in this learning process were these seven tools to doing just that. Seven practical things that were a map and a guide for me to act tangibly lay hold of. Because like you say, we can hear these people in church and hear people on the radio say, oh, you know, I found the beauty in the mess. And it's like, but how? Yeah. What did that look like <laughs> when you're sobbing on the floor mm -hmm. or when you're sitting in the chemo chair or the door slams as your husband walks out for the last time? It's like, but how? What did you do? And so these seven tools really are the um were like a, a roadmap and they are choosing brave and and i really believe brave isn't something we are it is um it's a choice we make in the big things as well as the small things um it is trusting god and i actually had to kind of give myself a five-step plan to trust god because it just wasn't happening yeah. naturally mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't something that I could say, oh, okay, I'll trust God. Because then I was like, no, actually, I'm not trusting him right now. I'm really mad at him. Um, at finding community, it was a big part of it. Being vulnerable, um, embracing the journey, practicing gratitude was a huge piece of the puzzle. And then reaching out, reaching out to other people. So those seven things were the practical things that I was able to learn to do in the process of moving from barely surviving to thriving. You can read a part of the story and some of these things that Nikki's talking about in her new book called Breathe Again, available where books are sold. And again, you can find more at NikkiHardy.com. Also, TrustingGodThroughCancer.com. So I want to do this, Nikki. So for the person that has not been directly affected by cancer— Maybe they have a friend at church, though, that they know who has just had a recent diagnosis. What can they do to be a blessing to that person, that family, to be there for them more than just praying for them and saying, hey, I, 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 I'm there, I want to be there for you? What things can they do tangibly to minister and be a blessing to that person who is going through what you're talking about? That's such a great question, because I think so often we do those things. We say, I'm so sorry, I'll be praying for you. But then we want to do more. But unless somebody has organized uh, a system of meals to be delivered, we're kind of then 
left thinking, well, I want to help, but should I phone or is that inappropriate? And yeah. what should I say? And how can I tangibly be of help? Um, and I think, like you say, the first thing we can do is just say how sorry we are and how difficult that must, must be and um, and that we are there for them and we are praying for them and just allowing the person to know that they are seen and that they are loved and and even just setting a reminder on your phone to do that every so often, every week, yeah, just touching that. base um, because there's this flurry of activity um, with a diagnosis and there might be a prayer meeting and meals and then it can kind of um, peter out a bit. And, and I like to think of it, I was um, given this advice by a friend of mine who's written a book about how, how to love your fr friend through cancer. And she thinks about it in terms of closeness and our proximity to that person. So if you are like a best friend, family member, then you can be there, you can be organizing help, rotors to look after you know, kids activities and um, even somebody coming in to help with laundry or cleaning or yard work, something like that you can be organizing prayer meetings. But maybe you're a little bit further out and your job might actually end up being to support the supporters. Sure. So, you know, that's another way of doing it. But I would encourage people to. Um, to really think about. Um, being specific when you say how can I pray for you you know what specific things are you dealing with today that I can pray for particularly mm -hmm. um, and you know cancer journey is a roller coaster so rather than saying how's it going saying how are you doing right this minute today is today a good day or is today a bad day um, and allowing them the freedom to say it today's a bad day mm -hmm. or Half an hour ago, it was good, but now it's pretty bad. Um, and um, and then I've in the back of Breathe Again, I've got lots of different tangible ways that people can can reach out and love other people in yeah. those ways. Yeah. Along with being an author and a public speaker, Nikki also has a podcast. You can find the podcast at chemochairprayers.com. It is called Chemo Chair Prayers. Also available on anywhere you can find your podcast, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, things like that. Uh, also, I want to learn more about this Trusting God Through Cancer Summit. Tell us more about this. Well, I started this a couple of years ago and actually um, had another one in the spring of um, this year when, you know, we were deep in the pandemic. But it's really I wanted to be able to offer people um, a window and a resource into um, other cancer survivors who had lessons to share and um, resources, but I didn't want people to have to travel to a con conference, not only because of the finances of it, but when you have cancer or someone you love has cancer, jumping on the plane for a weekend isn't exactly top of your priority list. Right. And I want, so I wanted it to be convenient and free and something they could do, you know, in their pajamas on their couch. And so it's basically an online conference that people can sign up for for free. And um, it's running what we call evergreen. So it's as if it's going live weekly now, um, but it was recorded 
in the spring and people can have access to um, 20 to 25 different speakers and about four or five of them arrive in your inbox every day and then the next five arrive the next day and if they want to they can buy the um, kind of all access pass to having them um, to having lifetime access to them but they don't need to it's completely free and that is at trustinggodthroughcancer.com. Nikki is also on Facebook at Nikki Hardy Author, and then also Instagram too, Nikki.Hardy. And uh, you should also find this book anywhere books are sold or also on Amazon, Breathe Again, on how to live well when life falls apart. She's Nikki Hardy. Appreciate your insight, Nikki. Thank you. You are more than welcome. It's been a delight to be here. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.